Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged episode. I have no idea. But before we before we get going, I'd like to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, go over, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off and they'll take really good care of you. Um, oh, before I forget too, if you like this podcast, go over and check out some of our other ones like High School Hoops, Coaching Youth Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. If you're looking for that one defense that will work against anybody, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast, you know, the Rule of Three offense that will work at any level, go over and check those out. Leave a five-star review. We would like those. But also go over and check out teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, it's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources. It's everything. It's what I, it's what I would have wanted as a 27-year-old basketball coach. It's a roadmap to success uh, on and off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I'm a coach. I understand how it goes. Go over and check it out. Kick it, kick the tires around. See if it's for you. And if it's not, we'll part our ways and we'll say thank you and and move on. But I I guarantee you're going to love all the material. And the material we're always putting in um, teachhoops.com. But anyway, have a great day, everybody. And let's head off the podcast. Um, you know, so I think a lot of that correlates down to, you know, all the different levels. And I think, uh, you know, I guess if I were to try to cater it towards, I think, you know, if you're a high school coach or you're a player, you know, a lot of those principles and core values that you're going to teach those guys, they are going to translate to the college level. Um, yeah. And I think it's important for players. I always tell players, especially at the beginning of the year, um, you need to adjust to, you know, your coach, you know, each coach you're going to be with is going to be different, figure out right away what's important to him or her. Um, and so you might've played for a, a, a coach that emphasized rebounding. And obviously that's great if it's in your game now. And this next coach really emphasizes uh, driving the basketball, whatever it might be. Right. Figure out what's important to him, whether it's right or wrong. That's going to be the best opportunity for you to stay in the game. And uh, and I think as a player, that's going to help you. And as as a coach, mentioning that and make you know stressing it to your players. Hey, I know your old coach taught you this, and that's great. But what I'm going to be most happy with you about is by doing X, Y, and Z. And uh, you know, I think once players realize right away that. Each coach is going to be a little different. If they can kind of adjust to their coach, it's going to help them in the long run. But hopefully that kind of answered your answer in, in yeah. some way. Yeah, well, and, and you, you're you in a unique position right now because uh, you're starting a program, right? Mm -hmm. There's zero players there now, very few, right? And you're starting this women's program at the at the college. Uh, I Of course, you have your beliefs, right? But have you is it pen to paper at this point of saying, okay, this is this is my identity or our team's identity, right? You don't have any. You're out recruiting right now, right? So 
is that how you kind of start? <laughs> it's because well, it's very similar to what a what a high school coach or a grade school coach has is they have no idea what their team is going to look like, right? Yeah, from year to year. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a good point. You know, to be honest with you, my focus is you know to go find the best players that I can find, okay. and then once we get them all here, yeah. we're going to be playing pickup. You know, similar to I guess like a high school coach, yeah. you might know what he has from day one. We're going to be playing pickup. I'm going to give them, you know, just like any kind of open gym, we're going to let them play. And from there, I'm going to really kind of evaluate what we have to work with. And uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like I said, if I see that we're a really good shooting team and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to try to sure, you know, in my heart, I'd love to be defense rebounding team together, you know, yeah. but again, I think it goes back. If, 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 if you want to be a good coach, I think not being too stuck in your ways and too stubborn because there's going to be years where you have a real quick team and you need to play quicker. There's going to be years that you have a slower, taller team and playing zone and packing it in is going to be your best strategy. So I think not predetermining it so much. You might have those one or two uh, key elements that you do want to, you know, obviously carry over from year to year. And yeah. if you, you know, you're coaching high school and you get a kid for four years, um, you could have some good carryover of, of certain principles and um, core values that you're teaching. Um, but if, if, you know, you're a middle school coach and, and the sixth graders are moving up to middle school and this will be the first year and maybe only year that you get them, um, I think you need to be really flexible with what you're teaching from an offensive defensive standpoint. And, uh, you know, those other things of playing together, hard work, you know, those should be carried over kind of regardless of, of the, you know, the players that you have, but as far as yeah. the style of play, I think you need to really look at how long are we going to have these guys for and what are their strengths? And then once you figure that out at the beginning, zone in on it and, uh, you know, keep stressing it on a daily basis. And what are some of those early signs that the, you know, you you well. What are some early signs that it's working? That the you, this identity or the identity is coming out, or the you know what you're preaching. Maybe not so much of the you know. Of course, you can see it in the stats, and but what do you what do you look for beyond the stats that the, it's working? I think you know players talking amongst each other. You know, mm -hmm. um, I think it's 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 funny if you're able to just kind of sit back as a coach sometimes. Uh, you know, again, we stressed offensive rebounding, which real quick, if you're teaching rebounding, I always tell coaches teach offensive rebounding because as a byproduct, you'll become great at defensive rebounding. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so I, I'd love sitting back sometimes just in the stands and let's say we're uh, in between some pickup games, the guys are sitting around and you'll hear guys oh, I got I got four offensive rebounds that game or, you know, oh, you didn't get a rebound on me. And so you can <laughs> see, even though they don't, they might not know that I hear it, yeah. they're talking about it. And, and you can see that they're starting to buy in because they're not talking about some crossover that they had. Right. And they're talking about rebounding, which is hopefully what I've kind of gotten into their head. Um, so I think it, it just depends, you know, I think, but I do think when players are talking amongst each other, I think that's a really good sign um, using a different example. Maybe we talk about, uh, one, two footwork on shooting, you know, mm -hmm. stepping into your shot every single day. And you see your players constantly uh, on their own in the gym, working on those type of, you know, footwork mechanics that we've talked about. I think, you know, we talk about 
ball handling and I've given them some drills. And again, you're able to get in the gym and you see them working on those drills by themselves. Um, I think those are great kind of indicators that they're, they're picking up on what you're talking about being a great teammate, you know um, you know, are they, a player falls down, are they running over there, picking them up? Are they encouraging them, you know, when they're out of the game? I think those are great indicators. Anything that you can do as a coach and and see the guys without them seeing that you see them right, uh, yeah. is, a, is a great sign because you know that they're doing it genuinely. They're not just doing it to impress you. And so as a coach, you know, try to find ways that you can peek your head into the door, sneak in. Uh, at our place, we kind of have an upstairs where I can hang out upstairs. We got a, a some workout stuff that, you know, we can walk uh, the – you know, work out on and I can watch our guys from the top without even them seeing me sometimes. So I enjoy doing that. But, but yeah, I think if you can, you know, see your players talk amongst each other and uh, do the stuff that you've taught them without them knowing that you're watching them, I think are good signs. Yeah, no, that's, uh, no, that's, there's just, that's important. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and something just popped into my head because it comes up often, uh, and I hear it, you know, through our groups, I hear it from parents, uh, coaches, whatever, um, kind of now at your level, you're seeing, you're seeing the result of the work that's been done at the lower levels, even starting at a very young level, uh, walk, just maybe just off the top of your head, like, what are the three things you think that, uh, players are lacking today and that needs to be brought it needs to be emphasized a little bit more in high school and even at grade school. Well, I think shooting, you can never have too much shooting. Mm -hmm. um, nowadays, I don't, you know, I don't know everywhere, but it seems like so many gyms have a, a shooting gun. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know your thoughts on that coach, but uh, you know, we didn't have that when I was growing up. I, I didn't mm -hmm. see a shooting gun until I got to college. And now so many high schools have them. Yeah. I think it's a shame that there's not more time spent on them. I think if you're a high school kid, you should be begging your coach to get into the gym before school starts, live on the shooting gun. You're able to get up 10, 20 times more shots than players could back in the day when they had to go chase down their rebounds. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing is, you know, playing – If this, I guess, applies more to younger players, 6th, yeah. 7th, 8th grade play with older players, I think, as much as possible. Mm. And yeah. I think that's not done enough nowadays. You know, growing up, I played with older players all the time. Number one, it it's it's you don't want to lose because you lose in a pickup game. It might take you a while to get back in. You're playing with older players, and so you don't want to turn the ball over or you might not get the ball again. Yeah, You don't want to take a bad shot or you're going to hear about it and you might not get the ball again. And as I mentioned, the first thing, when you're open, you need to knock down shots, right? <laughs> you're playing with right, older right. players. Yeah. You're not going to be often the best ball handler. You're not going to be able to drive all the way to the basket. So I think you get so many positives out of playing with older players. And I encourage, you know, in sixth grade, once you're, you're old enough, you're not going to get hurt. But when once you start maturing and you're able to play with the eighth, ninth graders, you're a ninth grader. Find every opportunity after your ninth grade practice, hang around and see if the varsity needs an extra player for practice or mm -hmm. open gym. Um, you know, I, I think that's 
can really help players' games. I think so many players now get stuck into this mode of uh, just individual workouts all day and doing the newest cool uh, workout and working on a different move. And you don't it's, you don't get the same translation always when as you would get if you were playing in a game. You know, getting a feel for the game. Uh, so shooting number one, getting a better feel by playing with older players, I think would be mm. number two. And then uh, I think team defense, you know, is something that can really be taught at a younger age and can really be improved. Um, you know, I, I made a YouTube video recently talking about being a great defender and something that every single player can control is taking pride. You should try to be the best team defender on your team because that's all mental, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We would love to be the Kawhi Leonard and be six foot eight with huge hands and athletic ability and be able to slow down LeBron James. But the truth is, based on your physical ability, your your quickness level, you might be limited on how much you can really defend on the ball. However, there's no excuse to be late on help side defense. There's no excuse to not call out screens, um, to talk about situations on defense. Hey, this is another great thing about playing pickup, playing ones and twos. Hey, guys, you know, we're down, uh, you know, they need a two to win, right? We're playing to 11. It's nine up. I'm talking to my teams. I'm being a great team defender. No twos, no twos. We're switching every screen. And so I always took a ton of pride in that. Um, as a coach, I never get on my players when they get blown by on the ball. You know, that's something that I don't know if I'm very unique in that. I don't get mad at the players that get scored on because they don't they didn't mean to get scored on. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, right. And, and yeah, yeah, we can get in the gym afterwards and we can do some weightlifting. We can teach some techniques. We'll watch some film. Hey, you know, now if it's something like he's left handed, we've let him go left three times. You know, OK, that's something maybe different. But yeah. in general, if a player is trying his hardest, which they usually are in a game, I'm going to get more upset about the help defense. You know, those are the reasons that we got scored on more so than the guy guarding the ball because he's doing everything he can. So uh, kind of in a long winded answer, I'd say players need to become better shooters. I've never you know, I just watched a high school game yesterday. Good player that we're looking at recruiting. He had 20 points, um, kind of a combo guard. But I texted my coach afterwards and I said, I don't know if he shoots it well enough. And mm. if you get to higher and higher levels, wow. you're not going to be able to get to the all get all the get all the way to the basket. You have to develop your outside shooting ability um, because it's your athletic ability is going to hit a peak. Mm. Um, but your shooting can continue to improve and improve. And not only to be able to knock down shots, but also to create closeouts. You know, if you're not yeah. going to shoot it, you're able to create a closeout and drive by the guy. Um, but, yeah, I told my head coach, I said, I don't I like him. He can handle the ball. He's quick. But I don't know if his shooting is going to translate over here. And uh, so shooting, I think, is extremely important. Playing with older players as much as you can to get a better feel for the game. And then number three, becoming the best team defender. If you're a, a player listening to this, you know, there's no reason why you should not be the best team defender on your team there's no excuse for it and if you're a coach i encourage mm -hmm. you to really get on your help defense a lot more than the player guarding the ball i like that again yeah. it's it's not you know he's doing yeah. all he can you know that's but a really where's good the point. help at you know where's the help
No, that's I, I love that. Sorry to interrupt, but I, yeah, that's a really good point about the health defense and get on the health defense a little bit more. Uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth. You mentioned a lot about scrimmaging pickup games, okay? Which I think when you and I were growing up, and you're I'm a little bit older than you, that's all we did. I mean, literally every day we were outside doing you know pickup games all the time. We didn't need a gym. We played outside. You know, we had our one pair of tennis shoes that we wore inside and outside, right? <laughs> and uh, are we playing too many organized games as as a whole? And you know what I'm talking about, AAU type of style. Is that, are, are they, yeah, I'll just maybe leave it at that and you can, can maybe just address it how you want to address it. I think yes and no, and I'll, I'll mm -hmm. break it down. I think yeah. if a, you know, I think kids like to find reasons to maybe be lazy. So I played my AAU mm. game this, this Saturday. I yeah. better, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Sunday off a coach. I, I played, you know, two games this, this weekend already. Um, however, I don't believe you can ever really play too much. <laughs> uh, this isn't a sport where you're, you're going to be so worn down that you can't, I, I never could recall a day in my life when I was a player where I was just too worn out to play. Yeah, you know, the yeah, whole thing yeah, in the yeah, NBA yeah. now, what what is what do they call it? Uh where they can't they take a day off uh, you know, for rest. I forget the right. term that they use. But it, it wasn't a thing in the NBA back in the day. And it should right. definitely not be a thing as you're growing up as a player. So I don't think you can play too much. I think if anything, you can become too much of a workout player. You know, oh, no, nah, guys, mm. I'm not going to play pickup today. I got my workout with my trainer later on. You know, I'm not buying it. You know, a real yeah. player, you do it all. You know, um, like you said, I mean, you should be playing as much as possible. Oh, we've only got nine. Okay, we'll play four on four. We'll play three on three, and we'll have a team ready to sub in. You know, I, you cannot simulate game-like movements game like feel for the game in you know those one-on-one -on -one instructions and drills um and i think you know you kind of asked about maybe aau being too much you know i didn't play aau growing up we didn't really have it in my area so all i did was play pickup all the time yeah um now if if, if i could go back and we had it i would certainly play an aau but like i said it would not stop me from continuing to play in addition to it i think Playing is good, especially if you're not, you know, sitting on the bench. Now, if you're traveling and you're sitting on the bench and you're just there to have a name on your chest and, you know, be part of the team, you know, you're better off going and finding pickup games somewhere else. Um, but no, I, I don't think you can play too much as long as you're not getting in your head that, okay, I did enough, you know, a, a player mm -hmm. that cares about it. You should be playing your AU on Friday, Saturday, and you should figure out where are the pickup games on Sunday, you know, if you're a player, you should know within a 30 to 45 minute radius, especially if you can drive, <laughs> where are all the pickup games? What time do they start? And I'll say this, here's a tip for you younger guys. If you're ninth grade, eighth, ninth grade, it was a high, high priority for me in eighth, ninth grade to find a friend that was already driving that played basketball. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. have my my That's license yet. Yeah. I quickly yeah. figured out who else cares about basketball like I do, and that person became one of my best friends. 
no doubt about it. And yeah. suddenly I'm telling him, we're playing over here. Let's go over here. This is where we're going. Give him some gas money. And now you got to ride. You know, there's no excuse to, you know, be, be, and that's why it's important to be able to play with older players. They're, they're not going to want to take you with you with them. If uh, you can't hang with the big boys, but yeah. play with them early on as much as you can. And then they're going to take you, you know, we would sneak into a, uh, you know, I grew up in Woodland, California, which is about 20, 25 oh, minutes yeah. from uh, UC Davis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it was ninth, 10th grade. And me and my buddies were sneaking into the Davis rec center playing with grown men, you know, as much as we could at least once or twice a week. And so yeah. I, I, uh, I, you know, I know I gave you another long answer, but I, I don't believe you can play too much, especially with games. I think players need to be careful that they don't have this mindset of being too tired. You know, I mean, I, I lift weights every day now in order to maximize my weight gain. They say take a day off. And even that's a struggle for me from a mental standpoint. Mm. But basketball wise, there's just no excuse to not be playing every day. Um you know, I think. Well, yeah, I, I think about the. I think in my younger days, you know, you, you know, of course, we didn't have, we didn't have a phone in our pocket, mm. right? But everybody just happened just to. We met. I don't know how yeah, we organized it. It was just every just everybody knew we we're gonna go play, right? Or even if it's just at the very least one on one, right? Yeah. I remember playing. This is one of my fondest memories. Um, there was this. Uh, we would do. I don't even know how we did this. It was a, a one of the dads loved to play. Uh, and so we would, I think it, a lot of times it ended up being two on two or a lot of times two on one. It was the two younger guys versus the dad, right? And we would play for hours, just the three of us, sometimes four, right? If we could find a four, but we didn't make an excuse, right? Oh, we only have three players, right? Yeah. It's like, no, we're going to go out and play. And we played, right? Yeah. So I think you, you hit around experience. the nail, yeah. regardless of the numbers, one-on-one is great. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the best... Play one-on-one, play one-on-one from top of the key, play one-on-one starting from the free throw line, play one-on-one with a dribble limit, play mm-hmm. one-on-one in the post. We'd play even as a guard. We're going to start in the post. Just roll the ball to yourself, and you're starting in the post, and you have a dribble limit. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, I want to tell players out there, don't be afraid to play outside. You know, I mean, we did it <laughs> right. all the time right. growing up. Yeah. We didn't have access to these indoor gyms. It's not going to ruin your knees. If you fall down, you're going to be tougher. There's just no excuse. Um, find find out where you can play, even if it's outdoors, and go play. It'll make you a better shooter if you can shoot outside as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, amen to that. Well, Coach, this has been amazing. I appreciate your time uh, today. Uh, any last words? And then uh, also, where can coaches find you? Yeah, I guess just as far as last words, you know, Speaking to players, like I, I'm going to reinforce again, any players yeah. watching, play as much as possible. Become great at shooting. It's never going to mm-hmm. hurt your game. And uh, as far as coaches go, you know, going back to just kind of think about your team identity from the beginning, figure out what kind of players you have, and uh, really reinforce that on a consistent and constant basis. And then, yeah, where you can find me, I'm very active on Twitter. Uh, my I don't know if you can post it or something, but yeah, yeah, we'll definitely put it in the show notes. Yeah. But it's my first name, Sam, the number one, and then new ski. So N E W S K I. And then I'm also really active. I've started a uh, YouTube channel to really, really kind of cater towards middle school and uh, 
junior high kids talking about shooting and different fundamentals. But I've also started kind of making more videos that also help, I think, coaches as well. And so uh, my YouTube channel is uh, Shot Doctor, at Shot Doctor. And uh, I've actually just posted a rebounding video, and uh, I'm going to kind of follow that one up with actual uh, Colorado State film. I got it from 2013, Coach. Still yeah. a film of uh, what I call the best rebounding drill ever created. And we did it for about 30, 40 minutes every day at Colorado State. Oh, wow. And so I'm just now kind of working on breaking that up, explaining it. And I'll be posting that on YouTube. And that's definitely going to be kind of, you know, focused for uh, more for coaches to implement that in their practices. Yeah. Well, let me know when that's ready. We'll uh, we'll share that out with the group, too. Uh, but we'll put all that your information in the uh, show notes. That's amazing that you got Shock Doctor. That's my nickname, by the way. So. Oh, self Yeah. No, I appreciate that, Coach. Thank you again for your time. This has been absolutely amazing. I'm looking forward to see where you uh, see where you go from here, uh, and maybe we'll we'll talk at the end of your first season once you get rolling too. So let's keep in touch. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. And uh, as I said, you know I'm real active on Twitter. I love talking hoops with anybody out there. And uh, yeah, follow us. Uh, that's another thing. Let me throw that out there. Follow my program, Southeast Arkansas Community College. We are a new program. We're just working on getting the athletic side up there. But we do have some social media, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be out there. What's the mascot? We are the Sharks. Sharks. There we go. Okay, we'll go Sharks. Yes, sir. All right, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network.